We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man, Andreas Hale. We are talking wrestling. I can't believe we left it to the last show of the week. We've really been, like, stretching it, but it led us to having so much more to talk about because we got to watch NXT. We watched some of the build, even in the storytelling on Raw, which was great for WWE. In my opinion, one of their best Raws of the road to WrestleMania build. SmackDown, I think, has been crushing it. Raw has been, Lord knows. So I, I can't wait to talk about that here in a second. But most importantly, AEW had revolution. It feels like it happened so long ago. It was just last weekend. So we did a great preview of it. We're going to talk about the entire card. We're going to talk about what happened on Dynamite, which had a couple of fallouts from this. So we get to put all of that together. All pro wrestling today. If you guys haven't, by the way, check out our boxing and our MMA episodes from earlier in the week. We had the return of John Jones, recapped all UFC 285. We also talked about Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia. They had their press conferences. We talked about everything around Javante Davis. It was a great conversation. Make sure you guys check that out. Pro wrestling, Dre. Yeah. We in here. AEW Revolution. We're jumping right into it. Usually we say the pay-per-view stuff for the end. Nah. nah. We're getting to the meat of it right now. One match I want to mention because... Now, with some announcement, it kind of holds weight. The only match on the pre-show. Mark Briscoe and the Lucha Bros versus Ari Davari and the Varsity Athletes. Tony Nese, Josh Woods. Poor Tony Nese. <laughs> but it, like, he just can't catch a break. But Briscoe and the Lucha Bros win. Lucha Bros are great. Briscoe's getting some good TV time. AEW, obviously. ROH, all the way. And he's going to be a guy I expect to get a great push of the card in ROH very soon. They announced a tag team match for ROH in LA. The Reach for the Sky ladder match to crown new ROH champions. Dedicated, of course, to Jay Briscoe. And him and Mark had the belts. Mark just had the belts with him everywhere he's went. Lucha Bros are in that match. I think the match is going to be phenomenal. I don't know any of the other teams yet. Is Lucha Bros winning a real possibility there? Because they teamed with Mark here. 
I don't think so. Seems like a passing of the torch. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I think they <gasps> just me personally, I think that Tony Khan is trying to make the best matches he can at Ring of Honor because okay. SmackDown's that same night. And it's weird because AEW's essentially on WrestleMania territory, but they're not because it's Ring of Honor. But they're sending everybody out there. But I, I think I don't think Lucha Bros is getting relegated to ROH. And then there's a part of me that says, even if they do win, because ROH doesn't have a TV deal and like Honor Club is $10 a month and I don't know who's really paying for that. There's a couple of people, obviously, on my Twitter, but yeah, can't but, be a vast majority. No, but if, if Lucha Bros were to win the ROH titles, they'd show up with them on Dynamite. So there's a, there's a, there's a possibility. I don't think they're going to completely divorce ROH from Dynamite. I think there's some people that will still show up. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's like 30% possible. I think the Lucha Bros are in there because as soon as you put them in the match, you go, this is going to be fucking nuts. I love that you did 30% possible. It's like Steiner math. Yeah, no. I was like, yeah. It's it going to be 33 and the third. 33 and the third percent possible. Because there's only three teams, I think, in this match. So it's exactly 33% possible that they win. Um, next up, Ricky Starks versus Chris Jericho. It's a good opener. It was a good opener. Ricky Starks wins clean as a sheet. He needed. He was supposed to. No I shenanigans. Feel like, I feel like he already won before. I but know, but I think this good was match. All right. First and foremost, like we, I talked about this build sucked to this this whole card. Like this yeah. build was like this isn't great. A few of them were great, but like this wasn't great. But when you sit down, boy, don't even matter. Like this match happened, and I was like, well, that was a lot better than I anticipated. And then I'm like, it got kind of Ricky over. Uh, then Dynamite, they transitioned to who attacked him? Oh my! Oh God. my God! As soon as something oh, good happens, juice. Something bad happens. It's like, yo, the build was shit. The match was great. Oh, Ricky's going to be positioned in something great. F- you know how I feel about Juice Robinson. Yeah, I know. Fuck it. I'm not even getting there. It's not even the worst part. The worst part, Ricky Starks get through Jericho. It's prominent. I'd say that's above mid-card. Yes. When you feel with Jericho. 100%. So it's like, yo, he's getting pushed upper mid-card. You're... You're in the, the hangman page reigns or shit. Like, you're going to get another title shot soon. Amazing. He's in the ring, cutting the promo. I won. It's great. Bullet Club logo flashes. Oh, you thought it was Jay White, didn't you? Bullet Club music hits. Mind you, I watched this shit on mute. Right. I'm doing other stuff, like on my big TV. Got on mute. The Bullet Club logo flashes. I'm going crazy looking for the right remote. Like, what the... F- Turning it up, I, like I, Kenta. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I had my uh, fantasy draft like Madden or something. I don't care. Tell him hold on. I'm turning this shit up. Like Jay White, Davey. I was almost right. I called it for last weekend. I'm about to hit the group chat. Trey, I told you. Juice, Juice Robinson comes. I damn near. I damn near turned it off. Yeah, it, <laughs> I was like. You gotta be kidding! Yeah, well, that, read the room. It wasn't great. Like there was two things that happened on Dynamite. We'll talk about the other one too. That was just like really that you go from that to this. But that being said, I thought Jericho and Starks was great. It makes me wonder what, what the position of Jericho and the JS is about to be over the next few months. Because maybe I don't know if Jericho can just keep losing. But I think it's time. Danny Garcia just needs a different kind of push because he's really fucking good. Yeah. And I don't want to see him, like, in, in Jericho Appreciation Society. I don't it, need him in JS anymore. It's tough. And we'll, we'll talk about this, I guess, as we go through the card, as we're interweaving um, Dynamite into this and ROH. 
there is a new asshole faction afoot on the top of the card. Where does that leave Jericho Appreciation Society? I don't know. All the feuds that they've had are probably going to go to this other faction. So logically, this is a good time for Jericho to like disappear for a second. Yeah. Come back. Turn baby face. Have a nice little baby face Jericho run. He grew the hair back out. Shaving again. He doesn't look like an asshole anymore. Lost all the weight. Baby face. Lion saw Jericho again. I like Lionheart. Bring him back. Full baby face. People still sing. The singing that, the song is a baby face move anyway. They go, boo. They sing Judas. And then, boo. I was like, this is incredible. But yeah, right. so that's as baby face as you can get. So it's one of those things where I think the change is coming. And you kind of got to split them up yeah. because there's there's another faction filling that role. Then Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Christian Cage, final burial match. I love, love burial alive, alive matches and casket matches for that. Even the Undertaker ones versus like, like Umaga ones. Yeah, yeah, Yokozuna. Yokozuna. Umaga, I think they painted the tribal shit on the casket. Yokozuna, there was Mick Foley, of course, in the Buried Alive. Him and Kane have had one. I don't know if he... That Giant Gonzalez match wasn't a casket match, No, because Giant Gonzalez can... There's no, there's no casket. They had Austin and Undertaker. Yeah. Buried they, Alive match. They, they love putting big-ass people in caskets, too, yeah. though. I don't know. That's their thing. But I love all that shit. Love it. One of my favorite stipulations. Makes no damn sense because you're just in a box. Yeah. Fuck it. I love it. And there's some things, I'll mention again later, that AW, when they try to do special shit, like their production value still isn't like WWE level production value. So it like irks me when they try to do shit. The casket falling in the ground. Oh, that was hilarious. Foot out. I I laughed so hard because I know that Christian Cage is like, oh shit. Like, like (laughs) it was a real fall. Yeah. Like, I was like, I was like, there's no real way for him to brace on this. Nah, he went down. Yeah, it's like just holding the sides. That That's all crazy. I picture is him just like holding the sides. Yeah. Real crazy. Legs braced on the other one. It's like, yo, it's going to hurt. So, no, I, I like the match. Jungle Boy Jack Perry. It's like I see the growth in him. I see the growth in Ricky Starks. It's up to them to figure out how to maintain that. Yeah, commit. I keep saying commit to them. But you can't commit to all of them at the same time. No, you can't. So keep someone hot while you're committing to someone else. Yes, you can have them in other feuds. There's other feuds to be had. But those other feuds, they choose the wrong ones. Yeah. Cool them right the fuck off yeah. right away. Yeah, Starks and Juice, it's like, no, no, no. Starks should be beefing with, like, I mean, anybody. I mean, I'm trying to think. I, I don't know. I mean, what, uh, what happened to Darby? Well, yeah, I mean. Darby comes off, is like. You could have stuck him into a few, keep him hot. No. Well, they also have a heel problem now. They have a lot of baby faces. And now you transition, so now it's like, okay. Is Adam Cole a baby face? They're positioning as one right now. They feel like it. And he's going to have a like smash. But, it, like, I wouldn't be mad at, like, Jungle Boy. Like, we're going to talk about who's the Blackpool Combat Club and their transition to heel. Because these guys are about to be tremendous heels. Yes. I don't know where Daniels is going to fall into all of this. That's going to be the fun part. But Moxley, like, will are you to be in a heel? Give me Ricky Stars versus Real Yuta. Not Juice fucking Robinson. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no. What are we doing here? I I don't fucking know. And now Jack Perry is like, okay, now who do you position? Like he can face Willie. Like there's they they have a heel problem because Jungle Boy and Danny Garcia, I think, is a great program. But I don't need the JS involved in that. No. I just need Jungle Boy, you know, Garcia. I'll tell you who I want. Jungle Boy to wrestle next. Program. The Bastard. Oh, where is he? Yeah, you're right. That's a good one. Lucha Bros are going to do their own thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Give me Pac. Like, it's a great feud. Because I feel like that brings out another, like, yeah. real asshole. Like, that's a good... And they'll make magic in the ring. Yeah, and the, the bastards, he's, he's been gone. Like, it's time. He has. It's time. He dropped the, what was formerly the All-Atlantic title. Yeah. That was with the international... International title. Fucking he dropped that, and they were like, well, yeah. Lucha Bros, the, he dropped the trios title. Man, and it's okay. Everyone does have to wrestle all the time. No. Man, I might have won a vacation that Moxley is never to take forever. Poor Moxley. Yeah. So, like, cool. He went chilled. I know his family's overseas. Cool. That's a good guy to bring back. Now, pay-per-view's done. We're gearing up for full gear. Him versus Jungle Boy, full gear could really be a good one. No, it's double or nothing. Or, excuse me, uh, double or nothing. Yes. Viva Las Vegas. Yes. I would love that match for that pay-per-view. So, hopefully, they go that way, not on some stupid shit. Yeah. I do not need him versus Sammy Guevara. No. No, please, God, no. It could, it could go, or Big Bill. They have a heel problem. They don't have enough heels that you're like, that's a good, he, they don't. It's a lot of baby faces right now. It's a ton. That's such a weird problem. I know. It's so easy to make heels. It is. But I, I guess, I mean, you know who's a really good heel? Ricky Stark. Yeah. <laughs> but not right now. Next up, we have House of Black. Oh, my God. Versus the Elite. First match that I was like, all right, this is pay-per-view. Yeah. is about to be different. It's going to be a match of the night, I said. Yeah. Probably ate my words. Yeah. But, I, I mean, it, it was supposed to be. Like, we looked at it and was like, oh, this is going to be match. We, we didn't know what Daniel said, MJF. And then the other match we'll talk about in a minute that, it, that might be match tonight. It was like, holy fuck. Like, what is this? But these two, it was a different match. Yep. Like, and they, man, when Buddy Matthews killed, was it Nick Jackson with the knee off the, the Melson drive? Oh, my it's God. Perfect finish. These guys worked their asses off. The right team won. Again, it's time for Kenny Omega to go on a solo mission. But I don't know who he wrestles. There goes a good heel. Yeah, like he should be a heel. Yeah, he's I still know got Dan Callis. Yeah, he's still got Callis. The Bucks could be heels too. Yeah, I think Callis uh, tweeted like, "Oh, we're back. We're back to our mission." Or something. Yeah, it's like you got to go back in pursuit of what you want. Yeah, he, he could be a heel and he could work his way because we don't need to see M- him and MJF right now. No, but. <laughs> It's funny because it's like as much as I want to see Kenny Omega as heel, it's like, damn, he's about to fuck everybody up. Because if you put like Darby Allen against Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega's going to win, but it's going to be a great match. I need him to get back to the best bout machine. I need him to actually be the cleaner. Yes. But this match was, it was tremendous. The right team won. Uh, they have to position more trios teams to keep House of Black busy. Yeah. Because it could be the best friends in Orange Chastity, right? Like, they could do something in the interim before Double or Nothing. Um, I've seen enough of Top Flight and Arrow Fox for a minute. We can find us another trios. But House of Black, first of all, the repackaging of House of Black, which wasn't much, but those fucking masks. Yeah. I feel like they were leaning that way anyway. Yeah, it's just, they never had enough TV time. Yeah, but now they do. And yeah. to fast forward to Dynamite, and Alistair Black basically cutting a promo on the Titantron and then throwing to himself and he's on the ramp. Yep. I was like, yo, this is it. These guys are perfect. The only problem with House of Black is they're three heels, and all three of them can have solo missions. I like that. Which they should. Like, yeah. 
Malachi Black should be Ricky Star. Like, pick somebody. Yeah. I think after good. these trios titles, then they go tag team titles, and then Malachi Black goes for one of the major two. Yeah. And then after that, maybe they do side... Because now there's multiple ones where you can have Buddy Murphy down the line become international champion. Dude. And then like a house too. Yeah, like you you can have them hold international TNT Malachi Black going for the main title. Like it's kind of like the new day. Yeah. And it I I didn't know until I saw it. Malachi Black and Kenny Omega in the ring. I was like, I want this match. Oh, I want yeah. a singles match. I was like, these two, whoa. I'm great perfectly match. fine with that being the next match. Yeah. If if Kenny Omega stays face, then it's cool. It's a great match. But I also want Kenny Omega versus Adam Cole. Because yeah. before Cole gets hurt, yep. before Omega then gets hurt, Hurry up. this was this was where they were going. Yeah. I mean, Cole had backup at the time. Uh, no, no Undisputed Era is uh, no more. But it was supposed to be them versus the Bucks. And House of Black was supposed to get the titles, but they were supposed to have their own program. Injuries came. The concussion came. Yeah. The Omega then got, and shit hits the fan. Give me those two. Asa, I don't care who's the face, who's the heel. It's a great double or nothing match. <laughs> Tearing that shit down if they're at double or nothing. Next up, uh, Jamie Hayter versus Soraya Ruby Soho. I mean, this match was good for what it was. It was better than I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, I think every match was actually better than... There was no match that underperformed, right? They that, hit Soraya perfectly. Yeah, like they... they this match was fine. I'm just... You know, Jay, I didn't think there was any chance that Jamie Hayter was losing this title because she's white hot right now. But then the Ruby Soho turn, right, happens. And while I get it, the way they played it on Dynamite and with the spray paint, I was like, this is like women's NWO, and I don't like this. I don't like this whole outsider's angle. I get it, but I don't like it. Aren't they the outside hers? Someone like God, typed out? Like, it was very, like, punny. It wasn't great. Yeah, but it's just like, like, I think Ruby Soho... She cut a really good promo on Dynamite. She did. It's like, neck beard. Like, she just went in. I thought she cut a really good promo. I think she'll have a good few with, like, Willow. I think that they have a lot that they can do with Ruby as a heel. I just, it makes me wonder, like, well, what's Jamie Hayter about to do next? What's her next move? Because who is a babyface or a heel that's going to feud with Jamie Hayter right now? You know who wants it? Who? It was teased on Dynamite. It's a champion versus champion. Jade? Jade Cargo. They're like, she's ready. The narrative around Jade now is I'm ready for a step up in competition. Yeah. Everyone else is kind of tied up already. That's true. With this outside her program. So it's one of those things where it's like, I think Jade and her confused. And Kind of sounds shitty because I feel like this is always the case. But Britt Baker's been doing nothing for too long. Yeah. So it's one of those things where Jade versus Britt in route to pay-per-view might be a good program for Jade's title. Could be. Where Jade, I, I don't care if like hater is not like a babyface thing to do, but if Jade drops it to Britt, Jade is really pissed off and then goes after hater at the pay-per-view. Kind of circulate the belts, like that's that's something that could happen for some reason. Like she just gets distracted by hater or something, like not by haters doing, but she's just too obsessed with hater and 
loses the shit to Brett, and then her and Hater off to the races. Yeah, I mean, they got they got some shit to work through in this women's they division. Do. But I think those two are like could be, and again, sooner or later, Jay's got to have a big match at Double or Nothing. She didn't have a, a match here at Revolution. She's got to have a big match at Double or Nothing. So we will see. Uh, but yeah, the Ruby, the outside hers thing. I'm like, uh, all right, we'll yeah. see where this goes. I'm not a huge fan of it. Me. Either. Hangman Page, John Moxley. Jesus Christ. Texas Deathmatch. My God. Yo. Majority of people turn this match off with the fork spot. I mean, the fork spot happens. And I'm like, I'm grabbing my forehead. I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. And it's like early in the match. Yep. Quick. And I'm like, all right, well, how much more brutal can this get? Well, they showed us. They, these two destroyed each other. And if you don't watch like GCW or anything, like you don't, like this was a level of violence. That, like if you are a WWE person and you watch this match, you was like, how is this legal? Yeah. Somebody's going to jail. But this match was so good. Like this was, we thought it was going to be good, right? I was like, yeah, this is going to be a good match. I didn't think it was going to be this good. The near falls, the, the, there's the spot where, where Moxie go, hits the table in the barbed wire and he goes, he's like, whoa, boy, like, yep. It was one of those who boys that was just like, that should really hurt more than I expected it to. And Hangman with a black eye. <laughs> like, these two killed each other. They mur- And I'm just like, yo, this is one of the best violent matches I've ever seen. And I remember, you remember Moxley and Omega was really good except for the ending. Yes. But Moxley and Omega was really good, but this was a different level of violence. Like, they just barbed wire, forks, uh, tables like they. Someone was wrapped in barbed wire at one point. Yeah, like they just killed each other. The ending was a man getting hung, and right. lynched with a metal or the chain, like a chain link. Yeah, this, I mean, this was phenomenal. It, it's, this is a match that's just not for everybody. It was not. No, it's like this oh. was a stomach turning. Yeah, like ow, I can't believe I'm watching this shit. But man, this was so good. And I was like, hey, Max is gonna get a vacation. No, he's not. He's back on dynamite the next nah, day. I. Completely forget that everyone doesn't watch GCW and don't watch death matches just no. normally. So when people were like, oh, my God, I was like, oh, like you guys haven't seen shit like this since ECW. They took Texas death match literally in this match. Oh, they were like, yeah. this is a real, like people were like, oh, hell in a cell. Like there might be a little bit of blood and some violence. And these, there was Moxie, he got that fork. I was like, no, he's not. And he started jabbing in his head. I'm like, yo, we're like, Four minutes into the match. <laughs> this, is no, this is definitely GCW type shit. So looking at, but I expected it to be good. Again, last week when we talked about it, I, I thought it was going to be like yeah. Foley Rock. Oh, yeah. Foley yeah. Triple H. I mean, you keep going down the line. <laughs> Foley Orton. Like there's these matches where it's like, yo, it's, it's meant to be valid, violent to really give that baby face an edge. Hangman's change in entrance. Oh, using it. Like, oh, that was so felt like good. Desperado. Oh, like, <laughs> I was like, am I watching a Robert Rodriguez movie oh, right now? Holy shit! And everything to just give him, yeah, that it was different great. edge. It was great. It was um, great. Was phenomenal. Yeah. So I think that was storytelling. Everything from front to back was done perfectly well. The nuance of it, because people think death matches are just blood gore. Yeah. At the highest level, it's the storytelling within the death match. Yeah. Uh, Cardona versus Nick Gage is phenomenal GCW and no one expected Cardona to do that and like the storytelling yeah was what put it over that's what these guys did with the deathmatch and when when you get great professional wrestlers and deathmatch culture 
this is what you can get. This is why people talk about um, Foley and the barbed wire matches and Terry Funk and all that stuff. There were stories behind those. Yeah. The ear and the blood and shit just incorporate into the story where we're seeing that play out. And I'll, I'll just give one thing before we move on to the next match. This is just a peek behind the curve for me. This match is happening. And I was like, I text Renee. I was like, are you okay? And she's like, I cannot watch this shit. <laughs> and I was like, yo, you're going to get a vacation, right? And she just sent me, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I, like, I guess not. All right, cool. Yes, because uh, the next night, I thought they were done. Nah. They ain't done. Nah. I guess a death match isn't the end of it when you hang someone. No, nah, I mean, it's just going to, I don't know where they go, how far they go with this, but, you know, Blackpool Combat Club being heel is cool with me. Because there's some violent guys. I like it. Yeah, so, um, but Moxley beating up the entire Dark Order. Choking people the fuck out. Or John Silver and just, <laughs> just gets fucking destroyed by Moxley. Yo, I, I think it's funny. I think Claudio it's nerfing. Yes. I, John Silver just picking him up, tossing him over the Yo, he ta- I was like, you just like, <laughs> really? But it's great. It, I, th- I think it's all great. Good stuff. Yes. So interested to see how that keeps going. But Moxley and Blackpool Combat Club now heels. Yep. You mentioned. Um, talk about the main event in a second. But Brian Danielson still one of the biggest baby faces in the no, company. That's why he's leaving for a minute to let them cook his heels. But we'll get to that in a second. Wardlow defeats Samoa Joe. Uh, the ending was abrupt, kind of. Yes, but they I were was just like, cooking. Yeah, it was like the ending was abrupt. Um, I didn't expect this to be match of the night. I wanted Joe to win, so I was a little disappointed. But with Powerhouse Hobbs sitting in there, I was like, Ah, Hobbs is gonna win. People were like Hobbs is gonna win, and I was like, It feels that way. Right? Like, it feels like they're trying to find a way to get this title on Powerhouse. They've been doing these packages. They got to do something with them. But it's weird because you, you heated up Wardlow and you cooled him right back down. Yes. Because what happens on Dynamite the next night, like, Wardlow wins. He chokes out Joe. Joe taps. Fine. He's going to ROAs to defend that title. Cool. I'm fine with all that. They immediately announced, like, Dynamite, we're doing the Powerhouse Hobbs match. And fucking QT Marshall comes out. I and I... I immediately look at my TV and I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. QT Marshall, Dustin Rose. Like, come on, man. Why? And shout out to Danny Akasu who brings this up in the group chat. Like, QT Marshall, shouldn't it be like Stoke in Powerhouse? And I was like, yes! Give me that all day. But this, I was like, oh. And it, it made everybody look bad. Powerhouse had to cheat to win with the help of QT, who nobody cares about. Warlow just got the title. Now he loses it. I didn't like how any of this played out on Dynamite. That power bomb that kept him down was so weak because yeah. it looked like he got tossed into like a children's play pit. <laughs> like, boink. And yeah, it was like, it was like oh. And it's like, he can't get up. Like, that was the softest landing I've ever seen. Hide the crash pads. Like, yeah, do hide, yeah do, do, you got to do that one. Put better. him through a table. Yeah. Do something better. Like, that one didn't even look believable. I just hope Powerhouse House has a nice run as a heel. And challenge, gets challenged by a lot of people. Maybe he faces Jungle Boy. Maybe. That's a good match. But I, I think, I don't want to see Hobbs cheat to win. I want to see him destroy people. Because yeah. look at him. No, and the promo he cut was yes. great. It was just my black ass. So, like, it's, hopefully, I don't like the hot potato in the belt. Like, Hobbs could have done that with Joe. Yeah, I exactly. Think. But um, I, I like Hobbs getting the belt. I don't know where this leaves Wardlow. No, I don't either. Because I have no idea. Nah. For a guy that size uh, it's, and it's, with that look, you have to win. He's lost too much. I know. And it's so weird because it feels like you could have, but you can't. 
go back to the MJFU as the only person that beat MJF. Not off of this, though. Exactly. You can't do it off of this, and you can't have him lose another one, and we just did that at Double or Nothing. Yeah. So, mm, I don't know where you go with Wardlow. I don't know. For that, I would have had Wardlow fail to, like, break the hold or something against Joe. Lose well, by submission. Or have Hobbs interfere. Yeah. Right? DQ like, it. You got to keep Wardlow strong because yeah. the, the MJF feud is still there. Because Wardlow right for shenanigans. Yeah, Wardlow nerfed MJF, yeah. so you can play that up. But right now you can't because MJF is not losing this title. Hobbs could have came in, beat the shit out of both of them, yeah. and then they blew it. Beat Joe, yeah, and know. Wardlow could have went off. Not a huge fan. Of that. Me either. That's so whack. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We have the guns versus the claimed Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, and Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen. Again, better than I anticipated. I yeah, did not. It's fun. Yeah, it was a fun match. Gun Club won like I thought they should, and FTR comes back. It's like, I called all this shit. I was like, this is the only reason why the Gun Club has these belts. FTR is getting these belts. The only question is, does FTR get them now or they wait till double or nothing? In my opinion, they get them now. So they get a different feud at double or nothing. That gives me, like, the five-star banger type of match. I would say, how much do you believe in FTR? Because they get them now, fine. They go on. They're going to have a banger of a match. If you put them, I don't know. You get anyone um, to come through and challenge them. The tag team division is so damn good. There's so many fresh matchups again now for them. You can find a great tag team. But when you look at it, if you do it at the pay-per-view and you give the gun club their first four and a half, five-star match in defeat, you make that team 
I know. for a long time. I know. And it, it's a very intriguing prospect. It's just the idea of like how long can you have FTR in pursuit of the gun club till they have a match? It's March. Double or nothing is May. Memorial Day weekend. It's a long time to continue this feud. It is. So I feel like it's, they're going to get their belts. They're FTR. Or they could be like Danielson's like, I'm just going to put somebody over. I don't think they'll do that. No. I think the right decision, FTR can boost this tag team division back up. It was fun with the acclaim. That was all fun. Let's get back to business. It's time. With, with the best tag team, one of the best tag teams in the world holding those titles. No, I agree. And the main event, MJF, Brian Danielson, 60-minute Iron Man match. Spoiler alert. 60 wasn't enough. No. Nah. But this was... I, I thought about it some more. We talk, This is the best Iron Man match I've ever seen. I had a question for you. This is close, if not the best. Hold on. Nope, that was two out of three falls. Go ahead. Never mind. I was thinking of Colin Gargano. That's what I was going to ask you. That was you. two out of three falls. It was two out of three? Yeah. Remember, because I was like, ah, this ruins it because I know they're going to split. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Okay, no, this yeah. is the best. Because yeah. that match, That's when I think about it, it's just like, yo, that match is crazy. No, this but was... This was... This was that MJF, like, really shining moment. Like, they did chain wrestling. They did brutal spots. Like, they did every kind of match within a 60-minute time frame. Yep. But then you had the, the, the finish where you were like, for a minute, you were like, is MJF going to lose? Because <laughs> he's tried everything. The yes chance. When Danielson breaks out the yes chance and actually feeds into it yeah. and goes into the knee, I was like, oh, that's it. That's, it's, it's over because he said he wasn't going to do that. Yep. And I was like, he went to a place Bruh. where, as a baby face, he channeled the crowd, the energy. He invoked that WWE underdog spirit. Like, he's not going to lose at this now. This, I mean, this was this hit on all the right notes. Him like, getting subbed was a little weird with his own I, sub. But I don't buy that. Like, I liked it. I liked it because, yeah, he had to cheat to win, but he still won clean, right? Yeah. Like, he cheated to get to that spot, but then he held it long enough to get Danielson. And Danielson tapping out is, like, the thing. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Exactly. But you think there's, like, one... That like one passing out. That, that brutal submission that, that MJF started with Assaults of the Earth, and then he, like, tied up Danielson's arms. I was like, yo, he's going to tap here. And then Danielson gets out of that with his foot on the ropes. I'm like, this match is out of control. Like, there, there was so much going on in this match in terms of I'm trying everything I can to win. And in the process, I'm a really fucking good wrestler. Stop underestimating me. Yep. And then Danielson being the guy that's like, everybody knows I'm a good wrestler. How about we make you look like an even better wrestler? This hit on all the right notes. I'm just a bloody mess by the time this match ends. Like these guys, they, they, they put it all in line for 60 minutes. And then some. Yeah, I feel, I feel like this is definitely one of those where MJF is... At his core, great storyteller. Oh, yeah. So in the ring, he just is telling stories. He has worked over the past year and a half to get his body to a place where, yeah, he's a good wrestler. <laughs> like, he's yeah, he's definitely that where he's like, okay, now my body can keep up with these people because he's not dumb. He really wants that money. I truly believe. And he's like, well, in this company... What happens between the ropes matters. Um, as great as Roman Reigns is, he doesn't have to put on five, six-star, seven-star matches to get paid. He could be the guy without that. And he puts on great matches. I think he has two five-star matches by my scale. The, the him and Jay match, phenomenal. I think that's a five-star match by my scale. That's something people are going to watch forever. And him and Sammy, 
is probably the same. Yeah, I saw um, people debating. I was like, is this better than Sammy? I was like, these are two very different matches. Oh, this MJF Danielson? Yeah. Oh, this is better than Sammy Roman. Like, I agree. But it's I was, higher. But I don't want to melter this. But yeah, they're both five star matches. Yeah. If my scale goes higher, this is this is a six. The yeah. other one's a five. If you want to do that. But I, yeah, I, but, I, I just thought it was like this was it's a different company that focuses on between the bells. And he and, knows it. Yeah. And MJF like delivered. He delivered, and then he won, and then it's like he's gloating, and now he's going to the Dynamite. Tom he's going to face somebody from Winnipeg. Who is it going to be? It's not going to be who we think it is. A lot of people are like, is it going to be Omega? No, he's going to find some. He's going to find some scrub. I was about to say, who's from Winnipeg? <laughs> he's going to find himself a scrub. But this, this pay-per-view had three matches that were must-watch, like go out of your way to watch these matches, and every match in this card was completely different. This yeah. was an A pay-per-view. It was. This was a tremendous, like, and the best part about it, the pacing was fucking on point. Because you had an hour match to go. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you went through matches and there was no, like, the crowd didn't have a time to die. Because even the 60-minute Iron Man match, there was not a boring spot in that match. Well, they could have died uh, the tag team match. They could, but they... they, It was a good enough match. They excelled. Like, everything was better than expected. The match was like, but this comes down to, because I agree, it's an A match or A event. Maybe A plus. It was yeah. This was this was. I mean that, that main event. I feel like you got a grade on the main event, and then yeah. like you grade the whole thing, you give extra points for how good your your main event was. And it's an A pay per view. That main event was an A plus. Probably A plus pay per view. I don't I don't know how you really get no, better. This, this was not bad. No, like, so there was nothing bad here. Everything was really fucking. It good. just comes down to how much is that expectation. Well, that's yeah. because. It didn't have a chance to die because no. the expectation for some of the matches was so low that those overachieving were like, oh, well, this is great. So the build for some of them, not even in-ring wise, the build for someone was so poor, I was like, I don't really care about this. Yeah. And then the match was good to great to above that. And I was like, well, now I can't like, cool. Like, I, I like this because the build was so shitty. Yeah. And then some of the people right back on Dynamite is like, oh, the build is shitty again. Well... I mean, now... Again, as, Keith Lee and, and Swerve. Yeah, as we briefly touch on NXT and WWE, because we do got to get out of yeah. here. But I'll leave it at this. is like AEW has to figure this part out because now they're the New Japan company where it's like when your big events happen, I can't miss them because I don't care what your build is. I know these matches are going to deliver, but you got weekly television you got to be yeah. better at. Because you can... I don't want to DVR. <laughs> like, I, I already DVR Friday. Right. I don't want to, like, DVR Wednesday. Yeah, like, I want to feel like I need to watch it and yeah. enjoy it. But right now, like, after watching this Dynamite was a big letdown. Yeah. I, I watch Dynamites at this point the same reason I watch the pay-per-views. And that's if you promote a match that I know is going to be a banger in-ring, I will tune into Dynamite. I will tune into Rampage because I can't miss that match. I'm not tuning in just off rip for the storylines. I'm really only going to tune in. If I was without this show, if I was super casual, I'd be like, oh, no, that match is on time. I got to tune in for that match. Lucha Bros versus, um, you name it. But any of the FTR, got to tune in for that. Them versus uh, Dark Order for any reason. If throw pack, like, I got to watch that. Like, Omega versus anybody, cool, I'm tuning in. But, yeah, without that, it's just, I, I'm not tuning in for storylines. And they, they have to change yeah, that. MJF's next feud, hopefully. And this one was great. 
But and the main event storylines have been really good. I need some more meat yeah. into into the product. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. NXT real quick. Yo, NXT has convinced me. Like, I watched Roadblock. And I was like, by the end of the show, because at first I was like, yeah, I might definitely go to NXT, Stand and Deliver. By the end of that show, I was like, I don't think I want to go to Stand and Deliver. I think the Shawn Michaels, Grayson Wallace stuff was not good. Now, granted, I, I'm, Johnny Gargano and Grayson Wallace a match I'll watch. Yep. But I don't feel like I have to wake up at 10 in the morning to go to it when I'm in LA. I can watch it on TV. Uh, the, the Roxanne Perez passing out after the... the I was just like, mm. Sean is playing the hits. Yeah, I was like, is this, are we really doing this? And what does this lead to at Stand and Deliver? Because it then, leads to her being off TV and you finding and building the next challenge. But I don't care, right? Like, I hated the ending of that. Like, I hated it. You know, Booker gets in, like, CNN gets swept up in the nonsense. Yeah. Like, no, Fox, Fox. My bad. Yeah, Fox. Uh, the tag division is not, doesn't feel strong right now. Gallison, pretty deadly. Even though I like them both, I was like, these both feel like heel teams. I don't understand what's going on here. Yeah. Um, then like Creed brothers either need to move up. Yeah, you got to do something with them. To, they're too good. Yeah, they're they're way too good to just be. Standing. But then like Tony D'Angelo be Dijakovic, and I'm like, yeah, Dijakovic just came back. And then people are cheering for Tony D'Angelo, and I was just like, God, he sucks. I don't, I don't. Get I hate it. their crowd. And then it's the opposite of when they were in full sale. Yeah, I hate the crowd. I, I hate them too. It's like they try to be ironically cheering yeah. for people. It was bad. But then. To get to all that, Ron Berger calls out Carmelo Hayes. And they have this very respectful conversation. And that turned me off so much. What I was expecting was Trick Williams to come out and talk shit. And maybe attack Braun. Or do something to fire up Braun. I hated Braun's promo. I hated how he handled this situation. I hated this whole, we were pegged as the guys from the day NXT 2.0. And Carmelo's like, yeah, you're right. Carmelo's a dick. And he's going, as a babyface, he should also be a dick. But he's not a babyface right now. No. Play him as a heel. Trick Williams needs to be there. Unless it's like some setup to butter up Braun. And then, but at that, and then, you know, they did the pose thing just so they could have something for the promo package. And I sat there and I watched it. I was like, I'm not interested in any of this. No. Again, it's 10 in the morning in LA that I have to get up and go to crypto to watch this, 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 Premium live event. After two bangers of a days, we're going to have right. Thursday and Friday. And I'm be all wrestled out. So I'm like, nah, I think I'm good on this now. Yep. I was not, it was, it was all, it was like roadblock in WWE when they used to do them. And yes. I was like, you really cooled off WrestleMania for me? <laughs> that cooled off NXT. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. I'd rather go to like Effie's Big A brunch. Yeah, we'll have our own brunch. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure out what's going on on Saturday. But I'm not sure if I need to watch that live per se. It has no rep. I will go watch it if someone's like, yo, that was a banger. Yeah, but I'm not. I'd watch it like I watched his AEW pay-per-view where I was just like, I don't care about any of this. And then they delivered. I was like, wow, 
I just don't have the faith that they're going to no, deliver. No, I don't. Even Bron, Bron and Carmelo could be good, and it should be the passing the torch to Carmelo Hayes, and it'd be the only match I'm like super. It's only match with like true ramifications. But, yeah, but they'll fuck around and let Bron win, right? And then pull Carmelo up or something. And then it's like you're gonna have me mad in the crypto. No, I'm good. I'd rather be mad. <laughs> be mad at the crypto. Yeah. That sounds like the people when uh, Bitcoin dips. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> mad at the crypto. Anyway, um, WWE. It's really about the bloodline. I mean, look. Man. I mean, that entire episode was pretty good. People shit on the Miz in that segment. I like the build to to Rollins, yeah, and Logan. Logan keeps getting the best out of Rollins. He used the punch, knocked him out of it. the punch. I was like, he brought back the punch. He brought back the punch. So there's there's little things there that I really like in terms of that feud. Um, it still don't care about the giant Omas. No, the, the I mean, lastly, in Bray Wyatt and Omas and. Brock, you can leave. I'm cool on both of them. Those are the only misses so far. They're, and they're, they're pretty big misses. I hate them both, but whatever. What do you think about the, the women's pivot with it actually going to be a triple threat? Yeah, it, it tells me, it suggests to me that Ronda's actually hurt. I thought the same. Where it's like, oh, we got to go back yeah. to what we thought it was we had. It's like, oh, we'll go back to this, and then eventually we'll go back to Ronda because maybe Ronda just can't work many, which... It's a shame for Ronda because it's like, in her mind, she's like, oh, I can do this at WrestleMania. It's like, ah, oh, now I'm hurt. Yeah. Now the tag team's titles get held up. I'm fine with this match. I don't expect too much out of it, but I really want a Trish and Bailey one-on-one. I expect the match to still be pretty good. I do too, but it's, you know, it's, it's lost something. Then again, what was Ronda and Shayna really going to give me? I don't know. Yeah, right? I don't know. So I, I don't know. The pivot, eh, whatever. You can oh. do some wild shit and have, like, the first women's TLC match, though. They won't, though. But, I you mean, know, because there's not trios titles. Not even that. You're going to kill Lita. Oh, Lita wants to kill herself. But I don't, <laughs> I don't need to, I don't need That's, to stretch her You're bringing that, like, all the way full circle. And then Bianca Belair is, is there. Her and Asuka is going to be a banger of a match. Yeah, I, I like the That's respect angle. That's a decent thing. respect angle. Yeah, I like the respect angle, but Asuka's a fucking nut. So it's like, she'll come and help you because he's like, hey, nobody going to kick her ass but me. Mm. And, you know, she still does the kind of shit. And it's just like, I'm just going to drag these women. Carmella gets dragged. I don't know what they're doing with Carmella and Chelsea Green, but they feel like they're supposed to be together. Oh, I like it. They're supposed to be complaining to management together. If, if the tag team titles were defended regularly, that's yeah, good. That's, that's, that's good. a good tag team. Yeah, but there, it's, it's not defended yeah, regularly. No. It is not. And then Finn Balor, Edge. Edge is too intense for me now. Yeah, he's like really mad. Right? Like... Like, you're really, really mad. Yeah, it's like, well, we got to beat up your wife. And like, slobbering and stuff all the time. And, like, his shaking. Yeah. It worries me. It's a bit much. I don't know what this match will lead to at WrestleMania. Again, I think it needs some kind of stipulation because we're at that point. But, it would, like, when Moxley and Paige got a stipulation, took it to another level. Find one for this match. Because I think these two can deliver. But got to give me I feel a like Edge has had a stipulation every match at Mania since he's come back. Yeah. So, uh, it's a good chance we're yeah, going to get it. Probably a good one. And, okay, Bloodline. Let's wrap things up. Look, man. First of all, cinema. <laughs> like, first, first, Kevin's still, like, not accepting. Right? And, but the way he's, he's doing it, I, I think it's handled so well because he's like, no, you can't come back to me. No. Like, I told you. And you're still my friend. I'll help you. But I don't. it's not even like Kevin doesn't trust him. It's just like, I, I learned fucking with you what's going to happen. And it's like, I'm on a solo mission. I get how this is playing. I think it's being played very well. And it plays out. Cody and Kevin in the background real quick. Yeah. Of the promo. I'm telling you. People are like, oh, a lot hasn't changed since Vince. 
chef kiss yeah. to trips, putting shit in the background. A quick aside, Vince McMahon grew a mustache and he was backstage. This motherfucker thought he was in disguise. Like nobody would notice him. He should. He needed the glasses with the nose. Like, oh, like, like he's Humpty Hump? Yeah. I don't know what it means. And that's like a whole nother show of a conversation. Like Vince is like creeping his way back into the company. Testing the waters. Yeah. Dip it's my like toe in. Dip a toe in. Now you got uh, the foot. Now you got the ankle. Now get that old man out of here. But yeah, the mustache disguise. Ugh. Oh, it's, it's, but. I thought they handled all of this well, Cody and Kevin coming to the rescue. Sammy's still being a gullible idiot in a way, right? He really thought he could get one over on Jay. The, the great nuance about this was Jay didn't come back for Roman. Jay come back because you fucking with his brother. Yep. And that's the nice wrinkle that still keeps that Jay-Roman friction hanging on a thread that can be used at SummerSlam or wherever you want to use it. But Jay was like, you thought I was going to turn back on my family? And his family, even though it's like Roman, it's, it's Jimmy. You don't fuck with Jimmy. And Solo. Yeah, like, my little this, brother. This is actually my family. Yeah, like this is, that's, he'll never turn his back on Jimmy. And no matter what Sammy does, he thought he, he's like, Jay and Roman, Jay and Roman. Sammy completely forgot. No, it's Jay and Jimmy. Holding the shirt, the walking down. Bruh. The hugging Sammy. I don't know what the fuck he said to Sammy. But that's the speculation of it. Whisper something in his ear. And the super kick. Yeah, and it's like, there we go. And I, now, again, this is good storytelling to get us to WrestleMania because we don't need to spin our wheels with like weird matches. Now he needs, what's Sammy going to do? He has to grovel to Kevin now? Or no. Kevin, like, does Kevin feel bad for Sammy? It's like, you idiot. You fell for this again. Well, I, I think now the odds are always, always, against whoever goes against the bloodline. You have to separate. You got to separate them to have a chance. The finish of this, which a lot of people didn't like, was Cody coming out. Yeah. And then Uso's just kind of like backing up and Solo really not backing up. But they're like, you know, not right now. Yeah. Because even then, it's a respect thing to Roman. Like, yo, that's Roman's guy. We can't really fuck him up without Roman's permission because like that's, that's some whole side question. Like, Leave him alone. If Roman said we move on, we move on. So that like that's people like Cody made them retreat. It's one guy versus three. Like nah, that's like some like yo. If Roman don't say it, we can't really do nothing. But Cody coming out talking to Kevin in the back, all that together, they're going to Roman's going to appear on Raw. Oh yeah, we've seen Cody go the other way. Roman will show up on Raw. They are going to beat the hell out of Sammy. And Cody Rhodes on Raw. It'll be four versus two. And KO will have to come out to give somewhat of an odds advantage. and Or try to even the odds. And I'm not sure if I'm going to that go-home show <laughs> in, in L.A. Because ROH is that same night. But somewhere between then and now, Kevin Owens, because he's always the ruthless one. Yes. And to make this all make sense at Mania Weekend, Kevin Owens has to take out Solo Sokoa. There has to be an injury angle. Kevin Owens has to remove him. So it's three v. three. However you shake it, coming into Mania. Because it's always four against three. and You're not going to win that way. Kevin got to take him out. And whether it's Solo versus Sammy, Kevin saves him there and puts Solo on the shelf. Powerbomb apron or something, which invokes a whole different emotion because he took Sammy out with that. Yeah, no, but right. it's, it's still like 
it's one of those things where he's like, he's out the way. It's just us two versus them two. Just Cody versus him. Let's get it. Yo, I don't know how they're going to get there. It's a numbers game. They got, they, got a, they got a great thing with moving parts where it's not predictable, right? So it's like these next three weeks away, right? So that means we have, we're six shows. And I kind of expect that final SmackDown to just be like, let's, all the story will be told in that final SmackDown. Will be like, all right, we got to get that stare down or that beat down or whatever it is. But I'm so, interest, I'm so interested in how, is it Sammy and Kevin begrudgingly having to work together? And more Kevin than Sammy. Yeah. Again, Sammy looks like trying to find a family, and the family, like, no, you're not blood. But they're family, but they can't trust each other. Right. At this point, Sammy turned on Kevin. Kevin has turned on Sammy. We, we know where this goes. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, I, we can't trust each other. This, this has been a good build to WrestleMania for these feuds. And, you know, people are still like, oh, if, you know, if, if, if Kevin and Sammy win, it's got, no, man. It's, these stories are not over. So tonight on SmackDown, Friday night, how does Roman, if you had to put it out there, how does Roman react to Jay coming back? Oh, he's going to welcome him back with open arms. It's Jay who I'll be more interested in seeing how he reacts really? to Roman. Like, I think Roman I think would be Roman's like... Roman's going to side-eye him with the, I, with the wise man. He's going to give him that, that same Sammy hug where he, like, looks at the camera over it and be like, I ain't fucking with that. You know, I think Roman will be like, welcome home. And w- without saying it, Sammy may be like... I mean, Jay will be, be like, I didn't come home for you. It's mm. my brother. He won't say it, but his body language. Again, give Jay the Oscar because he's been phenomenal in, in this role. The looks, everything he does has been perfect. So Hollywood Jay. Yeah, it's, it, he's at the, I think you still have to keep that friction because Jay don't fuck with Roman really, really like that. But he fu- that's his brother. So he's caught in the middle of this shit. And he's going to do whatever. His, he's going to ride with his brother. And if his brother's like, hey, that's our family. So we're going to do this. Jay's like, that's your family. I'm riding with you. So this, this, and Roman's going to be like, welcome back home. And the wise man's be like, you, you smartened up. He didn't smarten up. He's only looking out for his brother. And now you, for whatever, however you want to play this, that shit can carry us for the rest of the year. It really could. A whole nother year. My <laughs> fantasy booking alerts. Uh, my hope is that, that they reignite that feud. And we go, and Roman systematically has to take down the bloodline people turning on him. Even Solo Sokoa at one point. Like, Roman versus Solo would be a great match. And that's how you get Roman Rock. Where everyone turns face against Roman. And you want them to be Roman. Jay finally beats Roman. No one beats Roman. But Rock comes back. Like, fuck you. You've done so much to this family. You made them join you. They've, you beat their asses again. It's me and you, kid. And then Roman beats the shit out of the Rock. Hell yeah. And he still stands tall. Uh, I mean, whatever. We'll yeah. see. Beat the whole damn family. Rikishi, you want some? Beat everybody in the family. So now it's, it's going to be fun. Can't wait to see where all this plays out. SmackDown, tonight's going to land more. But yeah, the, the storytelling is phenomenal. It's the best story in wrestling. It's only getting better. Can't wait for WrestleMania weekend for all the shows. ROH, the entire collective is going to be fun. Wale Mania, shout out to Kaz, Emilio, everyone involved in that. Wale, of course. Their lineup is stacked. Uh, Trinity, special guest of honor. You know that's popping everybody. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, that, that's going to be phenomenal. Love giving people their flowers. At this point, few people deserve it more than her. And you know, stuff changes around Mania Weekend. We don't know. We know she in town. 
We won't know for who or what. Yeah, we shall see. It's going to be so much fun. So in the meantime, we appreciate you all. Shout out to everyone here at Blue Wire Studios, Wind Resort in Vegas. We'll keep this one short. Follow us on social media, all the platforms. Make sure you guys check out our other shows from early in the week, boxing and MMA. For myself, the old man Andreas Hell. Till next time, we're out. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.